You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, Elvis Mendez and Coach Ben. I'm here with small arm, knee strong. We changed his name up a little bit because he's got these big ass knees. I got Jurassic knees. Jurassic knees, prehistoric knees. Whatever you want to call it, he's got some giant knees, and it's been measured. He's about two inches wider than the average knee. So we changed him over to small arm, knee strong. So I'm here with small arm, knee strong, the guy with the giant knees. And today, we are talking about our new VIP groups challenge. So just to fill you guys in, our VIP membership group is our subscription-based service where you can join our team of lifters and we do all kinds of stuff. I post content on a weekly basis in that group. So you're getting additional content. Not only on benching, but we're talking deadlifting. We're talking squatting. You know, we're also we're talking some nutrition tips here and there. You know, we, we really kind of open up the, the range on topics that we cover in our VIP group for those members. So we're posting... Uh, content on a weekly basis that's not just regarding the bench we are doing these fun challenges we are doing coaching through our vip group for the small subscription fee that it is $9.99 a month $9.99 for a whole year uh, you're getting access to video critiques for me um, you know it's the quickest way to get regular uh, based coaching for a very small fee that's on the vip membership group and just for being a member you're getting a discounted rate on our website and that that is for the duration of your membership um and and also with the vip membership guys you are getting uh access to a whole team of lifters and their inputs uh, on all kinds of different subjects so just for example the other day we had a lifter on there who's struggling with, with some deadlift stuff, with what type of grip to use and all that. And uh, I referred another one of our teammates, the guy that's also on my full coaching program, Adam Bell. He's really a fantastic deadlifter. He's very on point technically. Uh, and he was able to really help her out. And, and that's the power of having a, a team behind you and, and people that are, are willing to go out of the way to share some of the knowledge that's helped them over the years. And I think we got a really good group of people right now. So um, that's all in the VIP group. I love what we got going on there. But speaking of that, we got the, the challenge coming up. And the challenge that we just ran was the arms challenge. Now, what I did is I created 31-day program. It was a month of, it was March uh, 31 days and we trained arms every single day and I put the whole program together everything to do on a regular basis and uh, the results were pretty amazing I mean I wasn't even as consistent as I would have liked to have been I miss weekends with travel uh, you know some days during the week I wasn't able to get my arm workouts in but I still gained half an inch on my arms and i tell you, I don't remember the last time that's happened. My arms have been stuck probably in the same range for a good two, maybe three years. Not kidding. Um, and to have that half-inch progress just by training more frequently like that, you know, it, was, it was really 
kind of eye-opening on what frequency can do to your arms and just the results were great across the board for everyone that participated uh, and the winner of the challenge sarah knight she put an uh, inch and a third on her arm size, which was pretty nutty. That's some impressive mass. Yeah, and I'm I'm willing to bet that she actually did the whole program like it should have been. She got really outstanding results. She probably trained the arms every day. Um, a lot of people participated. We had about an average gain of a half inch, which is really good. We had some people who gained an inch. We had some people who gained three-fourths inch. Um, but it was great, great results. And that was our first challenge we ran this year. That was something I wanted to add into the group is the, the challenges. Uh, just doing fun stuff to kind of get us going in the right direction on a certain topic. So, I, you know, arm size is always something that, you know, we don't, obviously as powerlifters, we don't, probably don't give as much love to the arms as we probably should. And, uh, you know, having bigger arms really equates to having a better bench. Like now... After that arm challenge, I did an Arnold. It wasn't a performance I was hoping for. Um, I was feeling good, though. And then through the month of March, trained those, the arms program, gained a half inch, and then went and, and hit a really solid 730, crushed a 750 bench. So I'm willing to bet that having a little bit bigger arm size has, has a lot to, uh, to assist that with. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I'm sure everyone in the group seems to be hitting PRs rapidly. We got Matt Huey in the group, and he's been crushing benches. He's I remember when he was uh, joining on with us, he's probably around 250 bench. Uh, he's just smoked like a 315 bench. Uh, he just continues to make this crazy progress, and um, you know that's, that seems to be the norm across the group. A lot of strong people making a lot of progress, and we're all in it to help each other out. So... If you're not familiar with our VIP membership group, I'm going to link it in the show notes. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, it's in the link in the bio. You know, there's a lot of places you can find the VIP membership group. We're going to try to spread it more. But um, you can sign up through that link. Again, it's only $9.99 a month or $99 for the year. You save $20 that way. Uh, and then you can be a part of this. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about the May Group Challenge. So the new challenge, I want to do something kind of nutrition-based. Right? Something that we can all improve in and we're kind of lacking in the group. So I recruited the help of my good friend there. Um, well, I call her Melon, but her name is actually Melissa. She has a, a fiction with um, watermelons, I guess. All the stuff she wears, the meat, she wears a watermelon bandana and stuff. So we call her Melon. But... Uh, Melissa Granados, and she just started her own um, business, Backbone Athletics, and uh, she's an excellent trainer as well, and um, I recruited her to help with the challenge because she just came out with a new product called Balanced Body Reset, and Balanced Body Reset, uh, I believe is an eight-week plan. We're going to consolidate everything to a month in our challenge, but um, she made that new product it's nutrition based. It's not just telling you what to do in terms of calories and all that, but from looking into it, it really looks like she's trying to delve into changing how you approach eating, um, your the way you think about eating foods, what foods that you would love to include in your diet, 
uh, aka those superfoods. I don't really like to use that word, but um, you know, good quality nutrition versus poor nutrition, and that's the Balanced Body Reset. And I love the name, I love the product, and I wanted to bring her on to help with this challenge this month. And she has a lot of great info as well. If you follow her, Backbone Athletics on Instagram, she's frequently posting videos and all that. And um, so she was kind enough to, to jump in with our challenge here. And uh, she gave me a copy of the Bounce Body Reset that we're going to be using with all um, the athletes in the challenge, in the group. Um, to join the challenge, all you need to do is join our group. And this is how it's going to run. It's not your normal nutrition challenge. Your who's going to lose the most weight in four weeks. Who's going to look the best in pictures from before, after, and four weeks. Uh, I know four weeks isn't a crazy amount of time to make huge body composition changes. Uh, so I didn't want it to be one of those challenges. You know, because, for example, myself, I'm not looking to lose weight. I'm looking to actually put a little weight on. But I could definitely do so in probably a more efficient manner with more nutrition. Definitely a healthier way to do it than the way you've been doing it. <laughs> As small arm, big knees point out, uh, I ain't eating the best. Uh, but, you know, when you need so many calories, it's, it's kind of tough to keep cooking up a bunch of healthy shit. It's one of those things you're not going to get the 5,000 calories on chicken breast and broccoli. Yeah. It's just nature of the beast. Listen, I have my frozen antioxidants every now and then. <laughs> It's called Green Giant. But anyways, um, yeah, so I didn't want to exclude people whose goals might be in like gaining weight or maybe just maintaining the weight they're at but doing so in a healthier manner and looking to make those body composition changes without necessarily losing. Um, you know, everything's always based around losing weight, and I don't think that's everyone's goal, although it's probably most people's goals to kind of do that toning effect losing fat looking better potentially adding weight but i decided our challenge is going to be about building habits because if anything i think that's the most profound impactful thing that you can do um, sure you can have a certain amount of calories for a certain amount of time or run a special diet but that stuff is really short term in my opinion uh, a lot of times you kind of burn out with the same old routine. You know, it's not something that you've built that habit around yet. It's just kind of something you're forcing yourself to do, um, which I do not think that's the way to go about it. I've been there. I've done different diets in the past, different diet fads. And yeah, they work. But then, you know, two months later, you, you start to really burn out of that routine. Uh, you didn't really build habits into your lifestyle. You're just kind of doing it. Um, for example, I was going to cut down, I was going to do a serious cut down to like 165 class, believe it or not, you know, seeing it with the size of me now, you hard to believe, but I was around 210 at the time and I did get down about 183 and I was going to do a water cut, but yeah, it just, it wasn't really, um, a good diet for my lifestyle because it involved intermittent fasting and, uh, very, a lot of carb manipulation. I remember... Some of you know, there was fair season. It was September. It was all the fairs were around. We had the Oyster Bay Festival up here. We had the Big E back home in Massachusetts. That's a huge fair. And you know, with these fairs, I'm not a guy that likes to ride rides. You know, I'm a guy that likes to eat food and eat some cool shit. And they got a lot of cool shit there. You ain't gonna get any other time of the year. And 
for example, uh, I was so stringent with the diet then that I did not. I I have a bad association with that year because of all the stuff I feel like I missed out on when it's only once a year. In reality, it's not gonna make or break you. But I remember that year and and just be I'm pissed now looking back at it because all the great stuff that I could have had that I didn't have. And now thinking back, I would have been like I would have ate that shit up, you know. But back then I was like I can't have carbs, can't be this and that. I remember I ate like a freaking chicken thing on a stick and that was about, oh, it was a smoked salmon on a stick and that was about it for the whole duration of the fair, um, just these smoked salmons on a stick and they weren't even that great, but I was eating it because that was all I could eat and I remember the whole day I was just pissed because the whole thing's about eating stuff and I couldn't do it. So, I mean, that's that's one example and I'll give you another example about how to not just put yourselves in these these diet fads where you're locked into having to do something at a certain time. Everything is adjustable to your lifestyle. Um, so I know our, our good friend Jimmy there, uh, who we had on a podcast, Jimmy Hill. Um, he was recently telling me about how he kind of manipulates his intermittent fasting. Because Jimmy works uh, as a bartender throughout the night, very long hours. And uh, the normal kind of protocol for when to kind of do the intermittent fasting or, you know, just his lifestyle is not really built around being able to get in a good hour fast. So I think he'll try to do the eight hours, but sometimes it turns into six or sometimes, you know, he has to work. So he has to eat at a certain time. So he has to change things around. Maybe it's not always consistent, but he still makes it work for the most part. So he's a good example. We're all not going to fit into this perfect world of when to do these diets or whatnot. So so well, one big thing, it's my favorite quote from Lane Norton's book. It's that when you're dieting, you have to restrict something. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you get to pick the restriction. So that, that's how you make a diet sustainable. That's how you keep a diet going. That's how you don't have like the ups and downs of binging and everything. Yeah, what, what's that book called? I think it's a really good insight into making um, your diet protocol more sustainable. So he, he has a book that dropped in January. It's called uh, Fat Loss Forever. That that book is huge. I like the title because you, you get what it's about right away. Because um, I think everyone's trouble is they'll try to do the whole losing weight deal and they do good. But then they put it back on. I've seen that countless times, examples of that. Where someone loses a lot of weight and then you see them later on and they put back on the yo-yo dieting one of those things it's like if you don't think you can sustain a diet for like let's say five years probably not the best one for you mm-hmm. if, if you're gonna like for example if you're gonna jump on keto and think you're gonna lose all this weight then after you're gonna go back to eating normally like you already have the diet end in mind of when you'll go back to eating the same shitty foods you're gonna gain that weight back so that's why I think this with Mel, creating sustainable habits, creating like a healthier approach to your lifestyle and your diet is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she um, really has hit the nail on the head of trying to make things more sustainable for people. I think it's one of her primary goals, um, changing, you know, making, making how you diet more sustainable long term and including it in like your lifestyle and what works best for you and, and having a better awareness of what's good and what's bad because i know a lot of people you might just not have an awareness of certain foods you know you may be thinking something you're eating is great for you when maybe it's loaded with artificial chemicals or whatever and 
Um, she really lays out what foods you should be aiming to get and what foods you better off eliminating. And for some people, they see on Instagram, they see like their fitness celebrity, like, oh, eating pizza, eating donuts, eating all this shit. And they can like fit it into their macros and that works fine for them. But like, let's say if you start eating a pizza, you're not ending at one slice, you're ending at like seven. Yeah. So it's just that you, you can't include those foods, like we call them trigger foods, because you just avalanche and break your diet. I know if you were at a donut shop, you probably aren't going to stop at one donut. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you're better off just staying away from it. I know I have a food, it's those Oreo Thin Mints, I tell you, every time I'll eat an Oreo Thin Mint, it's not like I can eat three Oreo Thin Mints, so if we get a whole box of those cookies, whatever you call them, the sleeves, uh, I'm pretty much taking down a whole sleeve. Are you talking about Girl whole... Scout Thin Mints? No, no, no. Oreo, Oreo Thin Mints. It's Oreo Thin Mints. No, I can eat the, the Girl Scout ones and be okay. It's just something with the Oreo Thin Mints. Um, and it's not even with the other Oreos. I can eat the other Oreos and be fine. But the Thin Mint version, is, I just I guess it's a trigger food for me because I just need to eat that shit up. Like I'll actually go through like... If, if I don't finish it, I'm thinking about it during the day and when I'm going to be able to get home to eat the rest of them. It's pretty bad. So I try to just not eat those at all. Me and my best friend were driving down to Virginia. And we stopped by the best donut place in Virginia. It's called Sarah Lee's Bakery. It's amazing. We got two dozen donuts because we were visiting friends. By the time we got to our friend's house, there was 11 left. <laughs> I was the only one eating them. <laughs> That's a problem. That's when you know you have a problem. That's how you identify your trigger foods. But, uh, yeah, it's best to stay clear of those things. So, yeah, you see those, those people, maybe they're indulging in this or that, but maybe that's not the best route for you to go. But, anyways, Melon did a great job creating the Balanced Body Reset, and I'm really excited to share that with this group. But to dump into the, the jump into the details of the challenge, because I don't really think I touched on that quite yet, um, habit-based so again, we're not doing the whole measure your waistline, measure this and that, make sure that the waist circumference is going down. We're not going to do measurements. We're not going to do pictures. We're not going to do the scale. We're doing simply habits. So I'll give you a great example for, for me. Okay. Uh, I know when I wake up in the morning, I am very underhydrated. I'm pretty dehydrated. And... Most times I'm training in the morning, and you, the last thing you want to do is go into a training session under hydrated. All right, I sweat a lot during the night. I'll admit I'm sleeping in a freaking pool, especially in the summer. Man, I am sweating a shit ton. Um, it actually to the level of just it's pretty gross, and it leaves me super dehydrated in the morning. And I know if I don't immediately drink water, and I get caught up in this and that, and I just I just don't. I'll fill up my water bottle, but then I'll go and, and drive to work or whatever the case may be and not have any water really. I won't be drinking. So it's a huge issue. And what starts to happen is you start to feel real tired. And you can drink as much coffee as you want, but you're still feeling tired because you're just ridding yourself of more water. Um, you're not going to train as good. Again, like I say you're going to be tired most of the time. And... Um, I start developing like headaches and you can drink coffee, but it ain't going to do it. So it's just a lot of negative things spiral out of the fact that I'm just not drinking water early in the morning. So I identify that as something I need to work on. Exactly what we're going to do with you guys in the group is we're going to identify 
what you're having trouble with or what you'd like to improve. And we're going to pinpoint it down to one thing that's going to make a real impact in your daily routine. So for me, it was as simple as just forcing the habit of, I'll buy noon tabs, which is an electrolyte tab. Um, you could do anything. I have some of these packets. It's all electrolyte stuff. So I get the sodium and the potassium in. Um, and the first thing in the morning, I make a point that before I do anything, of course, I'll probably go to the bathroom first, but then I will get into the kitchen. I will pour me a glass of water. I will put the electrolytes in it, stir it up, and I pound the whole thing. All right. Very easy for me. Just pound glass of water. I make a routine of that. That's what I have to do. Uh, and then once you get used to doing it, it's just kind of something you do. You just you go into the kitchen, you pound a glass of water. So it starts me off with a good amount of water, good amount of electrolytes now in my body. And, um, and then I'm just more aware of drinking water after that. Um, and that kind of did everything for me. I didn't have to really worry about it. I felt great in the morning. Um, you could drink coffee and actually get like a stimulating effect from it rather than just continuing to feel tired. And, um, you know, it was a really big thing for me. So that's what we're aiming to do is something like that. Uh, can you think of anything that you might have did, made just a simple change? And Oh, I, I could think of something that I need to do right now. Oh, why don't we share that? So I have I've developed a terrible habit of waking up later. And it kind of just creeps up. Because I'm just working through the night. And half of that is the fact that I snooze through my alarm, but the other half is that I go to bed so late, I need that extra sleep. So, like today, I went to bed at like 1 o'clock. So that means I'm, I'm in bed till like 8, 8.30. And that, that's not productive. That's not good. I, and my time at night is garbage hours. It's nothing like getting work done or anything. Because I know people argue, hey, I'm night out, I'll get all my work done then. I can't do that. Yeah, it's like you're, you're already kind of tired because you're not getting good work done anyway. And the worst part is, I wake up to the alarm, I shut it off, and then I go back to bed. I'm in the exact same rut. And that's something I want to target with this challenge. I think it'll be good for everyone. I'm probably going to try and make a point uh, to be in bed at this certain time. Because I'm like that too, where it's 10 rolls around. I know I need to be in bed at 10. I need to be like, sleeping at 10, ideally, to get up at the times I want to get up. But 10 rolls around, I got like one more thing hanging out in my task, and I'm like, I probably could wait till the morning, but I'm already getting after it, so I'm just going to do it. That gets done, then all of a sudden, you got to feed the cat, do this or that, you got to have a whole routine, you got to get the shit out of the dryer, and then all of a sudden, you're up till 12, and it happens real quick, guys, real quick. Sneaks up on you. Yeah, it, it, you want to go to bed, and then the wife's like, nope, we got to get this out of the dryer, we got to do that, do that. It's 12 now, I'm like, shit, I'm still trying to wake up at the time I am, but I fall into the rut, I hit the snooze button, I go back to bed, and I don't get up when I would ideally like to, and that's how you fall out of those, those routines that you had. And the worst thing is, at night, <clears throat> things just happen to move slower. So it's if you had just woken up early, you could get everything done in like under an hour, but it takes like two hours at night. Yeah. So my plan for this is to have an alarm on my phone like an hour before I have to go to bed. I'll make it for 10.30 and I'll actually get to bed. And then when I do wake up, I'm going to place my phone across the room so I have to actually get up to turn the alarm off. Mm -hmm. So then I feel like it's going to be easier for me to stay up if I'm already outside of the bed. 
Because yeah. it's so easy when you're already comfy just to like roll back over. You just gotta stand up and open your eyes really. Yep. That's all you gotta do is not touch the bed again. Uh, I tried doing that strategy. doesn't work because I've trained myself to completely <laughs> sleep through the loudest alarm. But what I'm going to do, habit building, guys. Well, I guess it's not really habit. It's just something I'm doing. I'm going to go and buy one of those hammer alarms because there's no sleeping through those hammer alarms. You know what I'm talking about? Got the little hammer little thing between, between the two bells. There's no sleeping through those. If you know what I'm talking about, there's only smashing them. Um, you put that up somewhere where you have to get out of bed, you're getting out of bed to get it because you're not laying there with that thing going off. Most annoying sound you'll ever hear in your life. But that's my plan because there's no, you just, you have to. You're not sleeping through it. And I'm going to add one more thing to the plan. <clears throat> I'm going to have a glass of water next to my phone across the room. So when I wake up, drink that. And then I'm going to yeah, brush well, my teeth. I ain't doing something active to it, yeah. Yeah, just to get like more things done, you know. Yeah, that's good. I like that because you want to do something immediately upon hitting your alarm so you don't get groggy again. And you want to do like easy things so you already have a win. Like, you know, I drink the water. I'm already getting hydrated. Brush my teeth. I already got that out of the way for the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's all going to be unique to the person too, guys. Like, I know uh, I was reading a lot of books where a lot of um, like these great entrepreneurs and everyone all these, People have owned some great businesses. They have these great morning routines, and a lot of times it will include some reading experts uh, excerpts. Uh, it would include meditation. Uh, so I tried all those things. Right, I would get up in the morning. Um, I would I tried a whole meditation type deal, kind of clear your head, whatever. Um, and I was listening to that. Totally fell asleep. That's the quickest way to go back to bed. <laughs> I have a really hard time waking up. Um, I have a hard time staying awake for about an hour, two hours. Uh, if I can stay awake, then I'm golden throughout the night. Like I don't get too tired later on. So that, for example, where some, that might help someone in the morning, that would probably help me more at night, kind of clear my head, get to bed. Um, reading. I can't really read in the morning um, unless I know I'm kind of up with my coffee. If I start reading, that's something that puts me to sleep. So that might be something I try to do at night, help me fall asleep quicker. Um, is just settle in the bed earlier and start reading a book. So it, it's specific to the person. Maybe some people will be more suitable doing those things in the morning. But habits are really individual to you and what fits best for your lifestyle and, and what you do in daily routine. So, I mean, those are a couple great examples of things we're trying to do with this challenge. And how it's going to run is so we're going to, in the Facebook VIP group... We're going to post up. I'm going to have an open post. I'm going to be like, everyone, comment down below. Um, you know, some things that you're struggling with or some things that you'd like to improve. And we're going to go, we're just going to have like a conversation about it. And we're going to identify something. So it might be like exactly what we're talking about. I wish I was waking up early. And I was, I'll be like, what's keeping you from going um, or what's keeping you from waking up earlier? Are you sleeping too late or something like that? And they're probably going to say yes. And then I'm going to be like, well, what's keeping you up at night? What are you doing the last two hours of the night? And then we're going to go from there. We're going to identify some things. And we're just going to look to make one change. And we're going to practice it throughout the entire week. So beginning of the week, identify the change. Throughout the week, you're going to practice that change. You're going to keep doing it over and over throughout the week because that should instill it as a regular habit by that point. Um, Melon is going to be kind enough. She She's going to be checking in and um, jumping in on the comments, lending her expertise. She's going to be posting once a week 
just some general like tidbit info, uh, probably more related around nutrition of um, or in recovery, just things that we can do a little bit better. So offering her expertise as well. I'm very happy to have her in the group. And at the end of the week, we're going to check in on how it went and be honest about it too. Uh, did we struggle some days to actually do it? Was it hard at first? And just hear from everyone. Um, so that's going to happen at the end of the week. And we're going to do this for four weeks. And, of course, I want to be able to crown a winner. That's what challenges are all about. got to have some kind of winner. And you're going to receive, um, I don't know if Melon wants to add anything to this, but um, I'm definitely going to be offering free Big Benches apparel, as I normally do with the challenges. So um, that'll be at the end. And how we're going to decide that is not, because there's, no, there's nothing real subjective, like you gain the most, lost the most, whatever like that. So we're going to have a user vote. All right. So we're all going to be able to see how everyone's doing throughout the week. So we're going to formulate like, wow, this person's really killing it. They're making some really great changes. Um, so I encourage everyone to read each other's comments, but I'm going to have an open vote at the end. You can't vote for yourself. You have to vote for someone else. And I'm going to vote and Mel's going to vote as well. So we get two votes uh, who we think really made some impactful changes to their daily routine and uh, that'll decide it at the end if we have some type of tie then we will probably um, just crown a couple first place something like that we'll figure it out but um, I'm very very excited to have this challenge going on I think it's going to be real rewarding I'm glad that we're not doing like your same old same old weight loss type of challenge it's more of a habit base so I think it's going to make a bigger impact in your daily routine. Um, so, yeah, guys, I'm really excited about this. I know that uh, you're going to love it. So please, please check out our VIP membership group. Again, I'm going to drop it below in the show notes. You're going to see the link. Uh, if you go on our Facebook page, I'm going to be making a post where you can find that. Um, so if you look back and post, you're going to see where that VIP group memberships posted up and also of course in the youtube if you watch our youtube videos it's there instagram it's in the link of the bio so any of our social media outlets will have that link to our vip membership group or you can just message me and i can send it to you as well but sign up for that for only 9.99 a month 99 for the year if you want to save 20 bucks as well um, you're gonna get access to the balanced body reset we do if you shift back I put some free bench programs on there too. So the templates you see on our website that are like $50, um, those are free for our VIP members. Uh, you're going to see you know, the links to that. And as I continue to, to grow the program section and add some things, I usually offer that up free for the VIP members. is another perk for being on. So um, guys, waste no time. Make sure that you sign up. And uh, I look forward to helping you out in the challenge. So, you have been listening to The Bench Cast.